Hi there, everybody. Welcome to the Generic Board Gaming Podcast. It's all the board gaming contact at the fraction of a price. I am your host from the United States, Philip Millman. Happy to be here. And this is Vic uh, from NaveCon in Ireland. And uh, I'm absolutely delighted to be here with my good friend, Philip. Uh, and we're going to be talking tonight about holiday gaming because... We're in the middle of the uh, Hanukkah season, is that right? We are. We're in the fifth night of Hanukkah, so I'll be, well, almost the sixth night of Hanukkah. So the sun isn't quite down yet, and we'll be lighting our sixth candle. And we thought it would, might be a little bit of fun to talk about gaming during the holiday season. Not, it's, we have various traditions in, in, in my religion, possibly in Vic's religion if he had one. And we, we, as a as a reformed Jedi, yeah, uh, we take Christmas Jedi. very very important because new versions of Star Wars come out around Christmas. So <laughs> it's a very important religious holiday to us, uh, and we take time off work to go and see you know Star Wars movies. <laughs> it, it, exactly, and 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 as an American, of course, my holiday movie tradition is watching Hans Gruber thrown off the Nakataki. <laughs> I, I think we can all agree that that's a Christmas movie and that that universally brings everyone together. Without a doubt. It's, it, it's peace on earth once we see Hans Gruber tossed. <laughs> so, um, the Nakatoma Plaza. Oh, brings a tear to my eye. I, I, I just feel that all, the warm, all those warm holiday feelings. So uh, this is a time when a lot of families get together, where a lot of families get together and fight or play board games or play diplomacy where you could do both simultaneously. So I thought it might be fun uh, to talk to, to Vic and just hear what his family uh, gaming traditions are because they're probably better than mine. So Vic, what do, you, what do you do around the holidays? What do you play? And how do you uh, keep your family from fighting with one another? That's a, it's an interesting question. I'm glad you asked it. Um, to, well, it's, it's become quite a tradition, actually, in my house to play games because I, um, as well as hosting kind of a regular gaming night, Christmas, uh, I find it's, it's, it's a great catalyst uh, to get people together and maybe quiet them down a bit and uh, get them doing something that you enjoy apart from talking. Um, and maybe drinking. <laughs> Yeah, maybe drinking. Actually, yes. The, the um, it's been known to happen in simultaneously. The uh, just just this weekend, I had uh, a dinner with my wife's family, uh, where she's from, and I was asked. This is maybe the third or fourth year that this happened, and I was specifically asked bring games. That ever happened to you, Philip? Never. Okay. The, I don't mean my family. It's unlikely that my wife's family rings you. I meant your family. Oh, oh no! My family will, might ask me to bring set and code names, but that's pretty much it. Yeah. The 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 thing I find about uh, gaming around Christmas is a lot of it's going to be it's 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 broken into two things. You got your um, you got a little bit of time off, and no matter what, I don't know. Maybe you find this too, Philip. Is you plan things. You're like, okay, I got some time off here. I'm going to get a good days or a good evenings gaming in. We get a long game in with the regular gamers and it never happens. In the same way as I must meet up with my friends. I must do this and it never happens. So it usually falls down that we're going to play something simple enough with our families. And that's okay. You know, it's uh, 
the, the, the stuff I've found is that there's any number of games out there that are, even though they're simple enough for non-gamers to follow, and it's not an insult to non-gamers, just they're not used to, to gaming, uh, they can be a lot of fun. Um, so I found this weekend uh, quite a controversial game for some people is Cards Against Humanity. Mm. Uh, it really goes well with... Uh, the right group it goes well with alcohol uh, and it goes well with well i don't know what do you think of it you're saying that uh, cards against humanity pairs well with alcohol i was thinking of maybe a 1975 pinot grigio okay right. <laughs> uh, i hadn't thought it out that far. i would have thought of anything with ethanol in it but um you know that that that, that works as well the, the, uh, what I found, you know what I think was great this year, and I really enjoyed, uh, and there's been a few videos of it on Facebook, is the ice block game, mm. um, where you're taking it in turns to, to knock little ice blocks out with a little hammer while there's a penguin sitting in the center of it. Um, and it's so simple. And kids love it. Adults love it. I've picked up a few copies of it. It's cheap as chips. Uh, and I've had it with me and taken it out when people have arrived over and it's it's one of these things people it's, it just tend to play and reset and play and so on and, and it's it works really well um what have you played over hanukkah you i see from your posts that you've been you've got a few games out you've been kind of doing something different each day is that right well so this year uh, and this is the first time it's ever happened i've had a lot of pre-orders and kickstarters all coming out and being sent to me during hanukkah so in the poorly auto-tuned version of the 12 days of Christmas, I've done the 12, the, the eight days of Hanukkah. So on the first day of Hanukkah, my pre-order Kickstarter gave to me Charterstone, and then picture oh, okay. Charterstone. And then the second day, uh, it was Dinosaur Island. The third day, it was the Concordia Egypt slash Corsica map, and so forth. So... I'm getting these games in, and, and, and actually I am expected, believe it or not, to get my, finally, get my copy of Gloomhaven on the <laughs> eighth day of Hanukkah. Oh, so that's, uh... so that's going to be just flipping awesome from a timing perspective if that works. So it's just, for me, it's just a running joke. It just so happens these things are coming in about the time. Now, one game that I have picked up, uh, there was a video by Heavy Cardboard who... Uh, I'm very involved in that community. They did a playthrough of a game called Operation Maccabee. This is a game where you use dreidels, and if you don't know what a dreidel is, it's a four-sided spinning top that Jews use to indoctrinate their kids to for gambling of chocolate <laughs> coins called geld. Yeah. Yes, we, we, we introduced gaming in very, very early in the Jewish culture, and you're using these dreidels, A, to be a, a sort of a 1D4, or, you know, a four-sided die to move your troops in and out of concentration camps. And then when you get into a concentration camp, you're using the dreidel as gunfire to knock over these little German miniatures. I can't see how this is not a perfect game. Uh, I found it used on the BGG market. Uh, the, the guy who sold it to me was great and got it, you know, got it during uh, Hanukkah. But that's got to be perfect. So it's not a great game. I wouldn't say it's a you know it's a nine rated game. But given the timing, given that I'd probably play it during a, a Hanukkah party, 
I think it's it's simple enough to do that. So for Hanukkah, it's a minor holiday. Most people uh, outside of the f- Jewish faith don't realize it. The only reason it has any prominence is it's donuts. The donuts, yes. That well, latkes and donuts. Uh, latkes are potato pancakes, deep fried, delicious, especially if you put a dollop of sour cream on them, or if you can't eat sour cream, applesauce. And then, of course, we have these things called sufka niyot, which are Israeli jelly-filled donuts that are say magnifique, uh, not dietetic. As you can tell, as with most Jewish holidays, it's either about eating or not eating. And uh, we eat, yeah, there's a reason I have the girth that I have. So for, for Hanukkah, it's a minor holiday, so you don't have the time off that you would like you would with a Christmas. So... Other than some of these games that you played with uh, your folks, what are the what are some of the other things that you do during Christmas? Um, I try to get at least one good gaming night in with friends um, and kind of up my game when it comes to catering. Um, there's probably a lot of people there that do come to my games that go, when did that happen? <laughs> the uh, but I do like to kind of entertain. It, it's it's something I really like, and I, I like to get the gaming group over. We get out the mince pies and so on, and uh, we just play a couple of things that we wouldn't get to play during the year. And what you find is that uh, because my gaming group will run during the week, everyone's up for work in the morning, uh, so it can't run that late. But with the Christmas. Uh, holidays you'll find that people are off and so on so you can have a kind of later and longer game um, and more people tend to appear as well because people are back people aren't traveling you know and so on um, from a, a kind of christmas day i know from family and so on we'll whip out some stuff i i, I tend to kind of during the year keep my eye out for games that will work at christmas used to be a tradition to play some kind of stuff like scrabble and so on uh some of the real old school stuff but mm-hmm. um now it's uh you know we t- play things like code names uh spyfall um skull and skull and roses um oh what else do we play anything that's quick nasty simple um and that will you know people can pick up pretty quick that's it's tends to be the stuff we we go at uh i don't know how about you guys you 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 know i know you don't do christmas but you 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 would have a little bit of time to game at christmas i guess yeah christmas for us is uh just a day off i usually i use that as an opportunity my family and i use that as an opportunity to volunteer uh either at a food bank or um you know various various uh, hotlines uh that need that need bodies there so for us, that's that's not as big of a deal. I mean, I think probably the bigger deal is that, you know, from Friday sundown to Saturday sundown, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> I don't do I don't do anything really electronic. Right. So it's the Jewish mm-hmm. Sabbath. It has a bunch of rules. And because of the afternoon after, you know, the services are in the morning and then you have stuff kind of at, at, at nightfall. But there's this afternoon period. And what I try to do is play games there, at least set up games, you know, and that's once a week. Uh, we can't always do it every week, but a lot of weeks we do try to get uh, people in the neighborhood to get together and we'll play a game. And so for me, what's more important as it relates to gaming are games that I don't need to write or use any sort of electronic equipment. So I know that's mm. a little bit off topic for the holiday season, but since I have the sort of weekly holiday, as it were, uh, that's kind of where most of it, that's where most of the gaming comes from. me. And then 
the last day of this, um, the last day of Passover, we also, everybody gets together, we do a potluck, and we play games. And so that's kind of like a mini convention. We do it over at somebody's house. And it's really nice because the weather's warm enough here in the Washington, D.C. area. We, uh, somebody has this really big Florida room, and we, we play board games there. So even if it's raining, it's not a big deal. Oh wow! Yeah. Our, our our thing is is, and I kind of joked about there earlier about Jedi and so on. But because um, new Star Wars movies for the last three years or so have come out around Christmas, we tend to play uh, more Star Wars themed games coming up to Christmas at this time. To, to that seems to feed in because everyone's excited about it. So we've we have it in mind to play a big game of Armada, maybe a game of X Wing. You know, Imperial Assault, um, anything Star Warsy, uh, because there's a, a kind of Star Wars mood in the air. Um, but I'm looking forward to a few new ones. There's a lot of games. I mean, we give each other presents. Uh, so, well, not the gamers, obviously, because we're we're all mean. But the uh, <laughs> what you know, the it, it's funny because you know, it's my wife has realized that all they really want for Christmas is games that there's, there's no point you know I have all the aftershave socks you know anything else you care to name it's all right you know I appreciate it but really what I want is games and it's it's tended to every year that uh, my family will get me a game for Christmas so I look forward to that and I like to get it out straight away and I think um, again since there's no point in them kind of going away and and researching and just go you pick it out we'll do it so this year, uh, I think Ethnos is coming to me, which I haven't played. Mm. Uh, I haven't. It just kind of seemed to tick a lot of boxes I liked. Uh, I'm kind of looking forward to breaking that out with friends uh, at Christmas and having a go of it. Um, but also people in the gaming group, because we have got a little bit smarter and have tried to not duplicate. Um, for a group, a gaming group of about six or seven people, we found we had like five copies of Star Wars Rebellion between us. <laughs> you know, when it, it might have been smarter to have one or two copies. And uh, so this year we've we've kind of pooled our resources and gone. Okay, I'm I'm thinking of getting like Fallout, and I'm thinking of getting you know this game or that mm-hmm. game, and you know maybe you'd be as well not to get that. So. You've got a few left to get before uh, the end of the year, have you? Yeah, I do. So I've been doing a, this daily log on the board game group of the Chris, of the uh, the Hanukkah pre-orders and, and Kickstarters I'm getting. And if uh, UPS is true and accurate, uh, the power outage in Atlanta notwithstanding, I will be getting Gloomhaven on the last day of Hanukkah. Oh, wow. The, I, I actually know next to nothing about Gloomhaven. I've seen it. I've seen it's big. Uh, it's a co-op dungeon bash. It is. It, it's sort of D&D in a box, kind of. Uh, mm. Sit Up and Shut Down, uh, a, a British podcast YouTube uh, group, just yeah. did a 35-minute review of Gloomhaven. And it it is a it is a dungeon trawl. It is uh, an RPG esque type of game. It has well over a hundred. I think it has about a hundred scenarios. Okay. And what's very cool is uh, as you it, it's le- legacy esque. So for instance, you could pull out a character and you don't really know what it is. You have a word that kind of gives you a, what it sort of knows what it is. So for instance, there's one that says brute and there's one that's scoundrel. And if you pull that mm-hmm. out. 
you know, it might be humid, it might be a rat creature, you're never quite sure. And it comes in this absolutely enormous huge. box. According, yeah, yeah, huge, absolutely huge. Just, just like my ego, huge. Sorry about that. Uh, I don't know where that came from. Well, you know, I'm from Queens. The president's from Queens, so you know, obviously, we're exactly the same. And <laughs> yeah, I even have the hair for it. The, uh, but it, it, it looks like it's a really good D and D type of thing where you can play with you know one to four people and. You know, all the reviews I've been hearing, it's been, you know, it's been smashing, and it had a, an over $3 million Kickstarter for a $150 game or something like that. Yeah, so yeah. It, 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 it's a pretty big deal, um, mm-hmm. but I'm looking forward to it, and it's one of the three games that I think will end up on my, one of the three games that I know, one of four games that I know that will end up on my 10 of 10. Actually, you know what, this gives me a thought. Um, one of the things that I did last year around this time during the Christmas Hanukkah, Kwanzaa gift giving uh, season, end of year thing. Is I put together, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I put together a ten by ten. So for those that don't know, for those that don't know, a ten by ten is an idea that came from the Board Game Geek, where they where they say if you want to know a game, you need to play it at least ten times. So why don't you choose ten games that during the year you're going to commit to playing ten times? And so. I did that for the first time last year. I didn't finish it, but I did learn a lot about a lot of different games. And there were three games that I did play uh, ten times that were on the list. So this year, uh, I have two Legacy games. I have the Gloomhaven. And so I think there's going to be a... And you can hear my phone ringing in the background, <laughs> which I can't help. Um, so when I think about Gloomhaven and uh, Charterstone and Pandemic Legacy Season 2, those are going to be part of my 10 and 10. The The... The fourth one that I do know about that's absolutely going to be on it is Concordia, because mm. I play that at least once a month. So definitely make it. How about you? Do you do you use this time, this winter gift giving, end of year type of time to think about what's my gaming going to be like for the following year? Uh, simply no. The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. The uh, and the the thoughts of playing the one game ten times uh, is. Is something that's quite impossible. I know what my gaming group and so on. If we play a game twice, um, then that's that's pretty much what we would describe as a campaign. Um, you know, to play the same game, it would be unusual to play a game more than twice or three times. Occasionally, something will get pulled back out. Usually, if we haven't got the rules to the next game, but because in the gaming group there's maybe three or four people that are actively buying games, we mm. wind up with more games than we can play so the whole thing is to try and get something in there and get it to the table so it's like a, a kind of improv of gaming um, where and the, and always 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 it's uh, getting the rules uh, right for the game you know we've played in just in December well sorry not in December but in November looking back we've probably played about four or five new games the mm. same with December, I've no doubt. And if we had more time, we'd play more games. So the 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 whole ten by ten thing is interesting, but it just leaves me cold. Uh, I can't imagine playing the same game that much unless it was something really special. Um, but you know, 
we've got a lot going on game wise they're all building up we've got to get them through the system <laughs> you know and and got to get them played and there's so many good games out there that i i couldn't restrict it um like that um, there's only so many games i've played 10 times I, I think it's kind of funny you said you have to get it through the system sort of like bad chinese food uh, yeah. <laughs> uh for for us it's a, my 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 gaming group that I play with on, on a more regular basis likes to play the same games over and over again so they don't have to learn new rules and so that I don't have to explain the rules over again because mm. I usually get it incorrectly the first one or two or sometimes That's three happened times. at least once with me, yeah. yeah. So I think, I think from that perspective, I think uh, the 10 by 10 actually hits a niche for us. So I think, uh, you know, as I said, we got four games already on the 10 by 10 list. <clears throat> I gotta find the other six. I would imagine that at least three or four of them are gonna be the lighter filler type of games, mm. uh, like an Arboretum or <clears throat> or Kokoro, which is the uh, reskin of Avenue. Oh, okay. Um, you know, ga- games like that. So you're committing to playing a hundred games in 2018. Yes. And God willing, I'll play more. No, no further questions. The um, <laughs> I direct the jury to say that no to this particular time. I, I, I just think it's such a commitment. I'd uh, you know, uh, I don't know. The um, it just wouldn't kind of it would never work. Now there are some games that are just absolute classics. I quite happily play again and again. But I know that uh, I could easily run a group of people with ADHD because we have the equivalent for gaming where you know we just cannot play the same thing where we're, you got you know if you play the same game a while other people are hopping up and down in the background going i want to play my game i've brought it let's play right. it and some people drag along games for weeks or months before they actually get to play it so it's unfair too it's an interesting idea i know there are certain games now some friends of mine uh rave about side mm. um and they've yeah they've they've said it's one of their favorite games i've never really got it um likewise yeah i know it's a shock but they reckon it's uh something that you have to play half a dozen times which to me is like saying well this tv series is is really good but the first two series aren't great uh no sorry i'm i'm, I'm not interested you know the the payoff needs to be pretty big for me to give up like six games worth before it starts kicking in likewise there's a couple of games there that people have raved about like cosmic encounter Mm. never gotten it never understood it and it's it's and i've had a few different versions of it and tried to get it but um no i like to get you know this kind of uh delay of gratification i i I want to get the fun straight away i want to get interested in the game and and enjoy it and i can see if it's going to be good or bad after my first game Um, and if that doesn't happen then it gets thrown on the buy and sell table at the next game Okay, well, for our, one of our future podcasts is why Vic doesn't understand the glory that is Scythe, but we'll, we'll leave that we'll, we'll leave that for later. So I, I think this has been an interesting conversation about holidays and how we view holidays and how, at least it was interesting for me and hopefully our other seven viewers uh, or listeners. Yeah. I do think it was interesting for you as well, Philip. Oh, I do. I, I, no, I agree. It's totally interesting for me. Yeah, hopefully yeah. it was for you too, Vic. It was it was one of the things I've ever done in my life. <laughs> and it's not going to repeat it next year. That's for for, for damn sure. But no, listen, I, I, no, this has been good. It's always good talking to you, Philip. And uh, I I I always enjoy my time when I'm chatting to you. So 
Uh, I'm going to wish you the very best for the last few days of Hanukkah. And uh, I'd be very interested in seeing what you think of Gloom Haven at the end of it uh, or whatever else appears. And I wish you a Merry Christmas if I don't talk to you before then. And uh, and listen, for everyone else, you know, if there's if there's something that uh, you, you think that we missed or something that should be part of our conversation, <clears throat> please add the comments to whatever... Uh, podcasting software you 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 use add us to the comments we will happy to read it and uh, hope to talk to you guys soon Vic? Listen, uh, i'm just going to say happy holidays philip and uh, talk to you soon happy gaming